they also used a lot of rescue dogs in the in the movie. All I'm rescues. Now. All, res- all rescues. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Lady played brilliantly by Rose and Tramp played by Monty were rescues. Amazing. And their backups were, were rescues. They actually had dogs that would just like do the stunt work. What? I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. She is my veterinarian girlfriend. And he's my comedian boyfriend. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. Hello, 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 all you faithful listeners out there. You petophiles with a T. Very important T. Thank you for tuning in yet again. And today, I want to give you a little bit of context that the interview you're about to hear, we recorded it just before the film came out of Lady and the Tramp, which launched on the Disney Plus network. If you don't have Disney Plus yet, I mean, people are pretty much canceling their Netflix over this. That uh, has every single Disney show ever and The Simpsons and all that stuff. But more importantly, for the sake of this conversation, it has the all-new Lady and the Tramp, and we have the ridiculously talented Adrian Martinez with us. I will dare to say, I mean, by a long shot, our guest today has been in more movies than anybody I have ever met. Three of them were good. <laughs> but, but we're, I mean, we looked it up, dude. 112 IMDb credits. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Mr. Adrian Martinez. Yay. Well, I'm so honored to be here. And thank you. And thank you, Chloe, for keeping it down. Yes. She's, <laughs> she is uh, pretty well tranquilized today. Yeah. Yeah, aren't we all. Crazy timing that you're here that uh, tomorrow is the premiere of Lady and the Tramp. Yes. Which you play Elliot. Elliot the dog catcher on Disney Plus. It's gonna be an amazing platform. If you love stuff like Star Wars and Lady and the Tramp and whatever else, I mean it's all there. And I had the best time filming it. Yeah, it wasn't at first obvious because yeah, they told us that you're Elliot from Lady and the Tramp. And folks looking him up right now, also in Stumptown playing Tookie. Yeah. But it wasn't at first obvious that you were the dog catcher, and we kind of like put that together <laughs> watching it. Like, I think he's the dog catcher. So you got to be the bad guy that's chasing yeah. the tramp. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a Disney bad guy. It's not yeah. Scarface. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's just me waving my finger. Come back here. <laughs> I'll get you yet, you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I had the best time. We shot it last year in Savannah, Georgia, uh-huh. which really looks idyllic for this kind of picture because you feel like you're at another time. Yeah, it's set it, in 1908. It has an old-timey look to it, for yeah. sure. And it was, you know, I had a Colleen Atwood uniform. Uh-huh. She's won four Oscars. And Amazing. So the fittings for her were very specific, down to the button. And I said, could I have a fly, you know, instead of these buttons on the pants? <laughs> and she's, oh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. No fly. <laughs> Which you don't think actually matters, but when you're like being rushed to set, yeah, yeah. you can't quite get that last button. You need um, a button helper. I'm also yeah. picturing like wool trousers in Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of that a stuff. sweaty situation. I ran for three months in the summer of Savannah in that corduroy suit chasing tramp. But they also used a lot of rescue dogs in the, in the movie. All I'm rescues. Now. All, res- all rescues. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Lady played brilliantly by Rose and Tramp played by Monty were rescues. Amazing. And their backups were, were rescues. They actually had dogs that would just like do the stunt work. What? So there was a, a stunt tramp 
uh-huh. who's like a sprinter. So for those <laughs> long shots where the dog's just like running, uh-huh. they had a dog who's also a rescue. And um, unbeknownst to me, he was a little jumpy. Uh-huh. And my first scene was with him. And with, with, uh, with the backup, the backup uh, I forget okay. his name. Let's just call him Chloe. Hussein. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm wearing this uniform and I'm kind of, you know, I'm the bad guy. I'm like, come back here. I'm a big guy. And he jumped on me, uh, you know, and started barking. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, no. The handlers had to pull him off. Oh, wow. And it became clear that more work needed to be done between myself and the dogs. So we went to a, uh, like a kennel where they were staying, and we blocked out all the scenes uh-huh. and fed them lots of treats. And they became they began to understand the difference that you know this guy he's a good guy mm-hmm. he just happens to act weird once yeah. in a while. But dude, that also means that your the vibe you were putting off was perfect. Yeah, that you were playing the bad guy dog catcher. Yeah. Yeah. And he turned around and snapped you. Yeah, if you give me a treat now, I can transform into Elliot yeah. right now and and. Do the scene right now. Yeah, let's say, Chloe, would you Get care? you to scare the shit out of Chloe for us. <laughs> <laughs> Could you capture our dog, bro? <laughs> it would be so honored. So the whole process of using dogs in a movie, I mean, I, I know that the dogs are extremely well taken care of now. Oh, you my know, God, movie, yeah. Like, They're like well lottery as, winners. I, I, I had yeah. no idea that there was like stunt dogs that would be doing the heavy yeah. lifting for, for some the of the long dogs. shots, yeah. For these divas, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. They does, they, does the do the diva dogs have uh, better accommodations? What like is there a trailer situation? They have their own trailer, and actually, they have their the own. individual dog has its own trailer. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they need time to rest, and uh, so does the trainer who mm-hmm. does all the heavy lifting. Really, yeah, yeah. He needs a place. So she needs a place. Yeah, because like uh, every single scene is its own trick basically right Right. so let's just say you're you're tramp so the the trainer would be behind me jump go left go right you know and then would run up give you a treat between takes <laughs> i would like that it was all blocked out like that way <laughs> yeah but uh yeah matilda was the trainer for for rose who played lady and uh mark was the trainer for tramp played by monty and they worked their ass off i mean it's yeah. just incredible Really, really Herculean work. Now, they don't necessarily own the dogs, right? They do now. They, they do now. Got yeah. it. Now yeah, they're there was dogs, some so competition. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they won out. That's awesome. So that's they're well taken care of. Yeah, of course. Wait, so the, the trainers now have the they, dogs? They, they, not, yeah, they, they rescued they do, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And we're talking about yeah. really good trainers, like the ones that did 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. Anything have to be. Disney movie yeah. that had sure. a dog. Right. They, they were there. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm psyched, man. It's it's a big week with uh, this movie coming out tomorrow, and it's really good. I encourage people to see it. Yeah, we can't wait because it's kind of like it's true to the to the original animated one, but it also has, you know, um, the live action special mm-hmm. effects component for the modern audience. Yeah, and um, I think it's actually you know people oh please another Disney live action, yeah. but I think this one is different in as much as it really. It's an important film because I feel like there's so much anger and fighting in the world right now. And this is a movie about two different spirits, if you will, Mm -hmm. that have apparently nothing in common, finding the common ground and coming together and loving each other. And eating spaghetti. And eating spaghetti. And I feel like, you know, that's an example 
to the rest of us. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what's your podcast called again? Uh, <laughs> Where <laughs> we, the hell am I? <laughs> we don't deserve dogs. We don't deserve. See we what don't I mean? deserve dogs. That's a classic yeah. example of that. That's we don't right. deserve dogs. We don't because we should. Yeah. Be trying to work up to where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I had friends who saw the premiere and just loved it. So we are so excited to go see it and see you as the quote-unquote bad guy. Bad um, guy. Misunderstood. Misunderstood. He's just trying to Thank keep you. order in a town. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and also, right before he got here, I was looking up the new movie and uh, saw that the Siamese cat song was taken out of this one. Oh, yeah, it was. I, yeah. When I saw that as like, you know, clickbait, I figured it was like, oh, because – you can't say Siamese anymore because I, I. It's been so you know it's been twenty mm-hmm. something years since I saw it. I was right. like, wait, were they conjoined cats? And no, it turns out you can't do what they could do in nineteen ninety five. Oh my god! That, yeah. That, yeah, that scene that, conveniently that, got taken out. That wouldn't fly today. No, but, uh, I did pitch to Disney like, because why is this character Elliot? Uh, why is he like this against dogs? And I'm like, what if like we show the movie, the credits roll. And then we see like Elliot go home. He opens the door. Nothing but cats. Like 50 <laughs> cats. And he's just sitting there and they're licking his face. He's like, ah. They're I all sharpening it. their claws. That's great. I love <laughs> but it. But they didn't go for it. So, <laughs> well, well, next time. We'll be back after a quick break. So I guess, you know, unbeknownst to you having doing a dog movie, did you grow up with pets? Tell us a little bit about your history with pets. Do you have any? It's kind of a sad story. Okay. I don't know if you... We can do it on this podcast. I mean, you're the comic. You can just (laughs) do a funny punchline no matter what I say, People like to feel them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, my mom wasn't a fan of dogs. But one time when I was 10, we went to Las Vegas where my aunt was living. Mm -hmm. And she had a Cocker Spaniel who was pretty big. They never walked it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got there and I was kind of like. Big was fat. Big, yeah. (laughs) And I got there and I was just kind of like young and, you know, walking the dog uphill, downhill, just running around with it, having the best time with Rosita. And uh, we go back to New York a few months later and uh, we get a call. Um, you know, Adrian killed our dog. <gasps> what? You bastard. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, he ran her to death, literally. I mean, she... Wasn't prepared for all that exercise, and now she's gone. What? That's not. And my mom was like, "Why'd you kill the dog?" No. And I was like, "Thanks for the backup. I was just playing (laughs) with the dog." Yeah. Why'd you kill the dog? So that was my first dog. Oh um, no! Air quotes. You didn't. Let me just tell you though, as a veterinarian, my medical opinion is you did not kill that dog. Thank you. Yeah, that's just not not a thing. Thank you for saying. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I I release you of that. Wait, you don't don't want to hear the answer to the story for that, but. No. <laughs> Good. So you came through. It's freaking dog murderer over here. <laughs> you didn't put that on your resume, I guess, when you were applying for dog Lady and the Tramp. No. Yeah. Okay. You're literally 10 and your mom just turns around like, why did you do that? Yeah. Like, why, why, why did you no. run so much? But um, I, that is a thing, though, that like I, when I first moved in, like it, it, I was like, okay, I'm going to run with Chloe now. And – I was. I just assumed because she's a dog, she could run with me, and she would just hit the brakes. Like, dude, this runs over, bro. 
And it, it wasn't yeah. long, you know, like no. there's no way she was running more than a mile. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, that's very true. As a matter of fact, I'm going to throw another PSA out there. Maybe we'll even make it an informative segment. Dogs cannot just run. You definitely have to condition them to run, which was probably why, you know, this dog was conditioned to run also. And dogs also cannot just swim. Everybody thinks because it's called the doggy paddle and that dogs can swim or or that they just think that dogs can swim, but that's not the truth. Dogs will drown. Dogs will doggy paddle until they drown, but there are some breeds that are made much more for swimming than others, like ones with webbed toes and body fat. But like Chloe has no fat on her. She is not swimming. She hates the water. I see the way that you're looking at me while you're talking about the swimming thing. (laughs) So I believe all dogs can swim. And (laughs) my parents used to live right on a river. And she like, she would stay like 50 feet away from the river. And I just picked her up and carried her in with me. And uh, Wait, she was going in by herself. She was like <laughs> up to her elbows. And then he decided to pick her up and bring her To give her, her the swim test. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I always thought you taught dogs and how to she, swim. And she never went to the river again. But to be fair, she did successfully doggy paddle like six strokes until she was back on the <laughs> land. And then... She's alive. We'll put it that way. Dude, she wouldn't go a hundred feet from me if I like I could be 100 feet from the water and she wouldn't go near me and they remember yeah they remember really held a grudge on that one sorry Chloe but so back to so I'm just this is segue hopefully to maybe a happier story of your Milo Milo uh, while I was filming we have a dog Uh, he's a pug and um, uh, he was on my mind a lot when we were doing the movie because there were pugs in the scene Mm -hmm. in some scenes Um, but he died right this year Oh, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. How Look, long did I'm you like have him? I'm like the Debbie Downer of dogs. <laughs> How long did you have him for? 14 years, though. Wow, but 14 years is a long time. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. would. I hope Chloe lives 14 years. That's yeah. amazing. But Good. how did you get Milo? What was, what, what's the origin story of one Milo? Well, Milo's origin is with uh, my wife. Yeah, Milo was uh, my wife's dog, and then ah. so I you kind married, of married you into, married into, into Milo. Yeah. <laughs> I got know. it. So do you think about another one? And would you do a pug again? You know, uh, I would. I would do a pug again. We love pugs. You, you, we follow like the, the pug on Instagram that has like a million. Doug, Doug the pug. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Like this world where you just. Yeah, it's got to be Doug knows. the pug, right? Yeah. Doug the pug, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a few of them now. There are a few really popular pugs. But Doug the pug is like the the one, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, And just so you know, if you get another pug, they do make pug, like doilies that cover pug buttholes now. So yeah. it's really important to know. If you were to rear, sick and tired. Rear gear. It's rear called rear gear. gear. <laughs> if it, it's, your face is priceless. Yeah, rear good. gear. You can get like a sheriff's badge. You can get... Uh, you can get Anderson Cooper and call it the Anderson Pooper. Yeah, but it's the, like just his face that just covers the pug butthole. You just hang it from the tail. Pugs are great looking dogs. Yeah. The problem is that pug yeah. butthole. It is, they really, cause they, it's got the thumbs up tail. It's all curled up. They go flashing that thing right in your face. Boy, look at the time. I had just <laughs> hang a doily on it, buddy. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, just saying. If you if you get another bug, so. <laughs> but you, do you think about getting another one? Yes, it's so going to happen. Dog. Yeah. Um, and, and, you, and you have a daughter, year. so she's probably pushing for it, who yeah. I've heard wants to be a veterinarian. Yeah. So. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It really is. I mean, uh, 
I don't know how it happened. She wanted to be a singer and now she wants to be a veterinarian. She might become a singing veterinarian. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look at me. I mean, it's possible. We do you can sing? do it all. No, I don't sing. <laughs> but I do, you know, I've done a bunch of the media stuff. So just whatever I can get my hand in. I mean, I sing, you know, in the shower, right? So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Does she know how much work is involved in being a vet? It's crazy. Well, that's what I would think, you know. Like you have to know the anatomy of the animal. Backwards and forwards, right? Well, I think the problem is there's there's about well when I went to vet school, I get to say that now because I'm so old. But when, when I went I there was about school. when I was in school, yeah, there's about 29 different veterinary schools in the country as opposed to like 120 medical schools. But there's a lot less people who want to play Doctor Doolittle for the rest of their lives. But it's a lot of sciences and you know prerequisites they try to weed you out: the organic chemistry, chemistry, physics, things that really don't have anything to do with medicine, unfortunately. No. But things you just have to the hoops you have to jump through. So no pun does, intended. Yeah. Right. <laughs> does she like the sciences? She's very bright. Well, tell her to come hang with me. She just anytime. interviewed Malala Yousafzai. Oh, Whoa. I saw that po- that that photo actually of them. That's incredible. Yeah. So clearly she's she's driven and obviously very bright. So tell her to come spend time with me. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you are now the babysitter. Move Tonight. over, Chloe. It's <laughs> competition. Hello. We'll be back after a quick break. Well, Adrian, I have prepared oh. handcrafted. Your taxes. <laughs> Just for you, I'm going to need you to sign this X. Uh, One time. Can you give me a refund? One time. No, (laughs) that's going to be impossible. But (laughs) what we have done is put together a quiz to see if you, sir, deserve dogs. Okay, let's do it. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Adrian Martinez, with 112 credits on IMDb, countless movies, and a whole bunch of movie stars on your Instagram, you no doubt know everything, as we've already established, about dog movies. That's right. So, what was the canine actor St. Bernard star of the movie Beethoven's real name? Chris, Charles Grodin Bernard, or Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with Charles Grodin Bernard. Oh, do you want to rethink that? That's my way of saying Chris. Yes. (laughs) The translation came out perfectly. That is correct. (laughs) Everyone knows that Chris, much like Heath Ledger, died while the second Beethoven movie was being filmed from an accidental overdose while hanging out with the Olsen twins. But what was the final count of Beethoven movies? Three, five, or eight? Three. Eight. That's what I said. Eight. <laughs> yeah, I you, said eight. Right. You got to you put the squiggly. I always the say wrong. the number three before saying the number eight. <laughs> it does come before In eight. In that case, yeah. that is correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, so here's the thing is that they filmed the first two Beethovens with the same Chris, and they filmed them at the same time. And they replaced Chris with three dog stars. They had three How? nearly identical uh, St. Bernards for the remaining five movies. But Chris's movies were the only ones that saw the silver screen. The rest were straight to DVD. Wow. Interesting. Okay. The Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences has voted and agreed that the single greatest line of dialogue was, Ain't no rule a dog can't play basketball. What film was that from? Citizen Kane, Schindler's List, Roots, 
or Air Bud? Let's go with Roots. I mean, sorry, Air Bud. That is correct <laughs> because obviously Roots was a mini series. If it was mini series, I just want to make sure been, you were listening. That would have been the right answer. He's been wrong on his own quizzes, you know. It happens, so we got to keep him on his toes. Okay, this is. I, I mean, you're three for three right now with either zero or all of them correct, right? <laughs> Depending on which answer. There's we're definitely using. an asterisk involved here. Yes, yes, there is. Okay, so in real life, Buddy the dog didn't really give no shits about Kevin, the kid in Airbud. So, how did the producers enhance their on-screen chemistry? They put bacon in his pockets like Greg Kinnear in As Good As It Gets. They put a tennis ball in Kevin's pocket. They steamed his clothes with hot dog water or cattle prod. It's the hot dog water. That's how you get big girls, and that's also how <laughs> you get a dog to follow a kid that he doesn't actually like. <laughs> they, we, that's oh a real God. thing? They, they steamed his clothes with hot dog water? No, oh. he's wrong. He got them all wrong, Lise, but all of them are also right. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, no, they put a tennis ball in Kevin's pocket because... Air Bud was obviously obsessed with balls. Oh, okay. And if he had the ball, then he would follow him anywhere. Got it. So There's a punchline for this, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's ball-related, and you have a Disney contract. We're hoping to renew. <laughs> I'm so close to saying it, though. <laughs> We're not that PC on this podcast, despite the uh, pretty... Uh, the man has Disney money coming in. Let him hold on. I'm three Chardonnays away from saying it. <laughs> Do that. What is Big Butt? Big Butt? Where's Big Butt? Big Boys. You got the glow. Oh, big Boys, yeah. <laughs> Sam's Yams, Big Butts. Right. That's what you're looking at. <laughs> yeah. This whole time you've been looking over there trying to figure out why we're feeding our yeah. dog Big Butts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're sweet potato treats. So, yeah. So, dude, what can people, first of all, they can follow you at? At Taste of Adrian on Instagram and Twitter. And you also have a movie that you directed coming out that, that does have a dog in it. Or it's Thank a pivotal you, Lisa. Yeah. dog. Uh, is. Yeah. It's called I Gilbert. This one almost killed me. <laughs> I'm just filled oh, with joyful it. stories today. <clears throat> but this one, <laughs> I wrote, produced, starred, and directed it. Wow. I Good sold my you. property in New York to, to finance it. Wow. And I, uh, I'm all in. I gave it everything I got. Um, and it's about a guy who's kind of like a lonely sad sack who, go figure, lives with his mom, pushing 40. And... Uh, he develops a digital world where he only connects with photographs of people he's taking surreptitiously. And he cannot connect with real people until he meets someone where he's willing to risk all that. So he has a choice between the digital life and the real one. And it's kind of like an allegory for our time today. And um, it was an important story to me because my kid just wants to be on the phone all the time. And I was just, <laughs> I was just wondering where is this all going? Um, I have a girlfriend like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty fun. I just addicted to the phone. Yeah, I for wrestle sure. the phone away. Very from addicted. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, admittedly, I've, that's step one. I have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, you know, like I just, it was just a story I needed to tell. Mm -hmm. And I have Dasha Polanco from Orange is the New Black as the female lead. Cool. Dasha has 3 million followers on Instagram. Wow. Ooh. That is a lot of followers. Between she and I, it's 3 million followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it's a really good movie, and I just submitted it to festivals. So wish me luck. Very well, good cool. Luck. We wish yeah, you the best absolutely. of luck. And people go follow a taste of a taste of Adrian or a taste of Adrian. Just taste. Taste. Taste of, of Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Okay. Because it's just a, a sample of me. You know, just a absolutely a taste. It's not. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming in, man. Well, thank you both we for really having appreciate me. Appreciate it. Um, I'm glad I came. And I'm glad Good. that you either aced or bombed that quiz, depending on how you look at it. I let the audience decide. <laughs> they love you. you. You'll be in Lady of the Tramp. They'll we'll love you. Chloe is so like majestic. Look at this, how she sits. She's the best. Ugh, I love look this at that dog. Face. It's We're not very normal. Proud of her. I love her. We're yeah. very proud of her. Pretty girl. <laughs> thank All you guys. Right. Well, thanks again, thanks, man. Adrian. Really appreciate it. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.